When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Tom Bernard Show with our very special guests. To get to introduce yourself. Oh, Big J. Okerson. <laughs> I thought you just blanked on my name. No, not. Yeah, I've only known you about 800 years. And Josh Adam Myers. JB. She's not talking. Shy's never talking. <laughs> Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We'll get be right back. We're going to guess who Josh sounds just like, and we're going to try to get Shy to talk. Well, I shared with her that we know her real name now. Oh, that's right. We do you know your real name because you left your receipt. <laughs> so Shanique was here. <laughs> Shaylanda. Shaylanda's here. It's Shay. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you. 
because it sounds fake and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I want any man in this room to try to hit these notes. No, you're talking it. <laughs> I got it. I'll try. See me right. <laughs> I just moved the mic away. Hold on. See me right out in the sunset. Ooh, actually, it's pretty Ski good. Uh, it's Josh is the uh, creator of the uh, the comedy jam. Right. That was a, it did a season on Comedy Central, but it, it's a live show. The now defunct, yeah. We it's have defunct, uh, Well, it was it was it was an idea that I, I came up with uh, about four years ago because I, I grew up playing music and I always wanted to be a comic as a kid. So, you know, when I got frustrated in the career, then I I was like, well, why not do something fun? So I I figured out this way to combine it in a cool way where comics did stand up, then they told the story about yeah. the live song they were about to co- to cover. And then they sang the song, and it's just it just took off. Burr uh, jumped on board right away, and then that's how I met Jay through it. And uh, the live show is is raw. It's it's fucking it's punk great. rock. It's well, fine. She can so edit. I, she can edit. Right. <laughs> it's punk rock. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. And then the television show was just you know it was they Wayne's World it. You know what I mean? They they took something really cool and just did their version of it. Um, happy to have a show. I mean, I got a $500 vacuum out of it. I'm pretty oh, happy. Geez. You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah, we're just Dyson. talking about the trade. Man. A, oh, Dyson. It's a Dyson. Well, now. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Dyson. I just got myself a nice Dyson, uh, the ball one. Pretty great. I think that's when you can really consider yourself an adult, is yes. when you're excited <laughs> to get a good vacuum. I mean, that that's that definitely when I, uh, like, I'm very, very proud of that vacuum. Yeah. You know I live in a I mean? New York apartment, though, where the vacuum is furniture. You got to find a way to blend it into something. You got to get a Roomba. We use a Roomba all the time. Do you? Yeah. I have a not a Roomba, but there's another brand. Yeah, one of those same things. It's uh, but it's supposedly great, and it was mapping my house and clunking in everything Mm -hmm. like a special needs kid, and I just stopped using it because it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, if the furniture density is too high, it doesn't know what the doesn't it doesn't know, know what, what to do, do. yeah the like furniture stuck, stuck. density <laughs> yeah. cannot really. sweep under this bar stool <laughs> i am breaking down yeah. <laughs> kill me could ask you guys a question everybody in the room a question after mcafee killed his neighbor down there in belize or wherever that was why does that why do i keep getting mcafee protection uh has expired notices Enough that you killed somebody. You're trying to kill me too with your annoying messages. I'm goes, yeah. He's in jail. Going, how's business? You guys still keeping those timelines? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Well, right. he, was, he was. He is a genius. He's just also insane. Well, it kind of goes hand in hand yeah. in most cases. To tell yeah. you the truth. Is he in? Did he? So he. I'm. I'm assuming he fled the country. Oh, he's actually. He's back now. Yeah, he was he never. Never convicted or he anything. He was not. Well, he killed somebody in like Belize or something. They went, ah, don't worry about it. I mean, that's, what, that's what rich people do. They have <laughs> eyes wide shut true. orgies and they kill people in Belize. I that's mean, true. I just want to get to that level. I, uh, fun six degrees of separation. One of my old agents or junior agents at the agency that I was at mm-hmm. was killed in Belize. Is the bro- yeah. No, <laughs> by, is the by brother. Is the brother, same parents grew up together, of Vandersloot. The oh, kid that, God. Uh, you that killed, killed the girls. Oh, yeah. killed Natalie Holloway. And Natalie Holloway, yeah. Oh, my God. So weird. He's changed his last name just to Sloot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my name is Vander. Sloot. Yeah. Hey, Sloot. 
What's that? So uh, is that Norwegian? Valentine Vandersloot. No, it's it's, uh, it's definitely Dutch. in the Scandinavian it's family. You know, I know you. First of all, you look fantastic, Tom. You've Thank lost a bunch nice. of weight. I've lost some weight too, and you know the big tell. Mm. Is now I cross my legs. That's exactly right. Knee. It's a big like, tell. Hey man, it doesn't see. I was never I do. Able to do it before, but now <laughs> I cross my legs. Yeah. People bring that up to me all the time. Yep. I was always the always ankle on the knee. Yeah, that's exactly right. And now that's I revel funny. in it. I just sit I constantly like that. I yeah, just sit do, constantly my, with my knees touching. Or you like look in the mirror and go. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Look at him. Yeah, a lot of profiles. Yeah, a lot of profiles. Get that all going. Oh, by the way. You guys didn't guess who Josh sounds just like. No, I'm guessing you're going to say Tony. No, well, he does sound like my brother Tony too. Yes. Well, your brother. We do have Tony. a. We do. You and I do. Yeah, I'm like we, listening yeah. to your voice. Yeah. We have the same kind of like depth to our we, voice. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's very and raspiness. <laughs> the raspiness is there as well. Well, you said you do a lot of voiceovers. I do a lot of voiceovers. Yeah. I used to from like 1975 to 19 or to 2000. 15, about 30 years. I lived at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue in New York. That did a ton of work. But the sad thing is most of the guys that I did voiceover with are dead now. It's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's kind of scary. But, uh, Crazy Don, Eddie. Don LaFontaine. <laughs> He's you know, gone. You know, it's Does this ever happen to you? Because uh, a guy walks up to me once and he goes, man, I keep auditioning for this stuff and you keep getting it and it just, God, you're a pain in the ass. He's just joking around, right? Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm Tom Bernard. And he goes, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm Jason Robards the third. I'm like, what? <laughs> the third. It's like a weird thing, though. Jason Robards' grandson came up and said, "Stop doing so much voice work." But it's a great. Is it still a great business? It's still a great business, but it, it's extremely hard. And it, it took about it is, yeah. it took about six years of auditioning to finally start booking stuff. A lot of it was when I when I got. Burr got me on F is for Family, and then oh, that yeah. got me SAG, and then I started doing commercials. Yep. But it's like, uh, you know, you're up against so much competition. Like, if you ever go to, like, an actual voiceover yeah. audition, oh, yeah. it's just the greatest thing in the world to be in that room. Because anybody that's talking has this incredible voice. <laughs> so you're like, have you seen the sides yet? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a Coke. Would anybody like one? So, I would. Yeah. So it would what, be does great. anybody want something from craft <laughs> services? So what character are you in? F is for family. I, I play the coke addicted uh, radio DJ, uh, okay. DJ Howlin' Hank. Touchdown. Yeah, they, Touchdown. they didn't. They, a scummy disc jockey. How'd that ever happen? I know. It's, it's, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? I don't know. I'm not sure. No, it's it, that's great though to hear that uh, that you're doing well. It, Thank it, you. Yeah, it's it's not an easy bit. Who's your age? You, I, I used to I'm with uh, I'm with William Morris across the board. So oh, okay. Sinan oh, at yeah, William yeah, Morris okay. is just uh, he's fantastic. I feel bad because I started with this other woman and she worked with me for like six years, and then the second I booked something, it was like all right, because they just yeah. the smaller agencies don't yeah. get first crack at stuff, and it's no, like like I want to read for that Dyson commercial. I want to be able to get. <laughs> I want to sell vacuums. Everyone I've had to move away from, industry-wise, mm -hmm. like agents or managers, they're with you. They're with you. You're the greatest. And then the day you go, hey, just like, I got to step it up. I got an offer from a bigger agency. Right, or, right. And then I was like, you weren't going anywhere anyway. You're always going to oh, be a yeah. loser. I'm like, yeah. why are you so upset about it then? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Well, yeah, so. that's a good point. Yeah, I was with Don Buckwald for many, many years in New York, and just uh, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. The problem, I was just talking, by coincidence, I was talking to people about this yesterday, because uh, because of my show here, the two shows, morning and the afternoon show, uh, people got the idea that I was really conservative politically, which I'm not. 
I just say your ideas are horrible, and so are yours. Right, yeah. So because I won't agree with either one of them, all the people who run the agencies here are very liberal, so they won't hire me anymore because they, they think, think I'm conservative. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, really? So that, And then that gets around the country, of course, that you're... Uh, if they think you're conservative, you're not getting hired, and that's just a fact. And when is that? That's been a problem for ever. Has it really? Oh yeah. I thought that would be like a very new thing of them even caring about that. The well, political really leaning. Like, this Who is cared the, about uh, Roseanne's political leanings? Yeah, yeah that's really. true. That's uh, a good point. You know, in the '90s yeah. when her show was on, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, yeah. like, no one cared. Yeah. And they just like so grotesquely kill that beloved character over I, tweets. I yeah. know. It's just Ridiculous. insane. It yeah. was uh, that video of her coming out after she got fired and lost everything. I don't know if you saw how they killed her character off. I didn't. Uh, opioid addiction. Yeah. There's a shock. She, they had her OD, and it really is a thing. That video when she screams out, uh, I thought, you see when she's like getting she, interviewed, yeah, I, I, thought, thought she was white. I thought she was white. It was so like guttural that I was like, yeah. I believe her. I believe she. Oh, I, I believe that was not a racially motivated. Yeah. Like if she, it, it would be picture. such a. If it is racially motivated, then she's a full blown card carrying clan member. I yeah, mean, because it was, no, it was exactly. so racist. If you mm. meant it that way, when and I, I don't think people. Picture, would, I don't think she would tweet that. I thought she was white. I didn't know. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. Want, I don't think it was. A, I also don't I, know who she is, but I would have. It was a clever way to get rid of her in the sense of the season before, she was a drug chaser. Oh, she was? Yeah, because her and a oh, couple... Well, at least it wasn't just like suddenly, so, yeah. oh, by the way, she right. died no, of a her heroin. Her yeah. and uh, her husband character and other people in the neighborhood, because of health care and drug costs, would trade medication mm-hmm. yeah, amongst yeah, yeah. each other. Yeah, oh, so yeah, right. They would trade medication amongst each other. Yeah, hey, I got extra this. Yeah. Can I have a little bit of that? So, Melissa, would you do me a favor and lock the door? Because I have to bring something up to Shy and JB. <laughs> and they're not getting out. You're going to have to pay for Don Lemon. Are now. you about to break out some fentanyl? What's about to happen? Well, well and also, you got to remember Big J is one of the biggest crossover comics in the country. Crossover? Mm hmm. Really? Crossover. The brothers like you? I hope so. Yeah, I think so. I started off yeah, doing I just. That. I started off doing just uh, the black circuit only. Oh, so actually, I was right. telling I was telling shy stories uh, in the car of because uh, she's from Atlantic City originally, and I used to do shows there that were uh, terrifying. It's uh, terrifying. Yeah, turns out once you get off that boardwalk, it's not. Uh, it's not just like a hey, walk around and have fun. <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna have to edit this one. But my favorite, I can't remember who the it gets hell dicey. it was. It was a phenomenal comment. This was like. 20 years ago, I'm interviewing this guy, and he's appearing at the Apollo. He's a white guy, uh-huh. but he's appearing at the Apollo. He said, man, it was weird. And I said, why? He goes, you walk out, and I'm like, the only white guy in the building. And I look down at the front row, and a guy looks up and goes, you better be funny, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. That's how really people, nice. At the Apollo, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I was telling uh, Shire earlier, too, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm trying to find a way to do my next crowd work album at the Apollo with Phenomenal. a crowd that doesn't know they're there for a crowd work show taping. I, like I want to just go at the end of the amateur night and see what happens. I like it. See if it goes haywire. I mean, they booed uh, Richard Pryor's son. They so did. Yeah, they did. It should be uh, a pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, those the crowds can be... Yeah, I've gotten that a lot. Like, you better be funny. It's definitely... But the beautiful thing about starting in that scene was when you killed, you, you killed murdered. Yeah. yeah. 
like you and it was like you know i was i had very like pandering jokes to time and when that would get seen through that was bad yeah you don't want to do that that was bad but it's i never i never talked the talk i never changed the way i talked for anything which was kind of cool my subject material was definitely leaning towards a black audience in the beginning because i just wanted to do well right right but i never changed the way i spoke i never said like you know, vernacular that I never. I hate before. that so much. When I think that's pandering. I think that would. It be, is pandering. If I was a, a in a black, if I was a black person in an audience, and the and you could smell it on some of these guys when they get up there, or even yeah. the jokes that are like, yeah. So me and my posse were hanging out the other day. Like, <laughs> it's like, I like that. It's like everybody understands English <laughs> uh-huh. here. You don't have to like use like a uh, slang to. F- it just me looks and, weird. Me and the homeboys were at my yeah, crib. Exactly. Like, me and my so homies like were all, Like all of you, I'm woke. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I hate they that. They might as well just so say that. Much. I'm woke. Woke. I mean, listen, man. It's it's not as it's just as bad as the stuff that I used to say in the '90s yeah, and that I you suppose. used to say. And I have no idea how old you are, but but the <laughs> you, concept you behind so woke though is what's so awful. It's really uh, yeah, it's yeah. they keep saying the pendulum's going to swing back, but I don't know this time if it will. And it has before. The God, PC I the PC so. culture has gotten big, and then it's kind of like wavered a bit. But I think now with social media. Everyone's got a nonstop voice. You can't silence anybody. Yeah, that's stupid true. or smart. So the thing is, it's going to keep like, and people buckle to complaints. You know? Yeah, like, that's what yeah, I say. It's crazy that social media was able to have I know. a powerhouse like Roseanne removed yeah. from her thing. And you know, yeah, Norm McDonald said. Uh, uh, something I forget what it was on Howard Stern. He said yeah, something, something about, about I was about feeling bad. He goes, you, can, you know, you'll never understand what these guys had to having their whole careers gone in a day, yeah. and then right away, it's just one person going, like, what about the victim? And Norm's like, they weren't asking me about the victims. Yeah. They were asking me about right. those two it's people. It's always about the victims. But he goes, though. what about the victims? He goes, yeah. and he goes, I don't. And then they they canceled his appearance that night on the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Oh my wow. god! And you're just like, wow, well, man. You, you miss that now, anyways. About four people watching, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. It's also, true. nobody those... who should be offended. Nobody who the comments ever about is the person who's offended. Right. No. It's That's always a 20-year-old college-level yep. white girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to write a, a, a friggin' letter to somebody. I've had. I've been called in. I luckily was able to squash it quick, but I got called into the, a comedy club in New York recently for a 20-year-old white girl, wrote a letter saying that I was a racist. And they called me in and they go, yeah, we, this is like a problem. And I went, why? I've been working here for 14 years. Do you think, yeah. I'm a, you, think you didn't know that I was a racist or yeah, something? Be kind of I've been hiding that all for 14 years? <laughs> right. Or do you know everybody I hang out with and who might yeah. be... Now and some it's random like, person says you are, and the fourteen years are all just never happened. They back, they back down. For, when I brought that up, I was like, "If you're going to let twenty-year-old college girls decide what's going to happen in yeah. entertainment, we're done. Mm-hmm. Like it's over." So they backpedaled and kind of yeah. like like let it go. But it, I, the fact that I even got called in is a bad sign of how it things really are going. Is. No, that's yeah. absolutely true. And by the way, there's com- like Michael. I, I used to love that Patrice O'Neill defended Michael Richards after that. Thing. Yeah, it was always did. such a funny, yeah. <laughs> funny because I like that he's defending the point that like you should be able to try and say whatever you want to, in the guise of trying to be funny. Yeah, but there is a thing where like Michael Richards, like I don't even know how I could defend that as like, he was trying to be funny. It seemed like he was just lost. I think he. Just I don't had know a if he's a bl- break or I don't think he's a blinding racist. I think he was trying to do something. He was trying to do shock humor, but didn't understand. Yeah, because he says that thing afterwards. He goes, "That's the word, right? That's the yeah, very little." Exactly. He's like, "Wow, he knew what he was doing." But it's just like, well, and he started calling everyone in the audience like scum and <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like weird. I, don't know. I told, I called Michael Richards after that, and I said, "Look, I only do that at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back. Time and place, man. Time and place, man. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show." 
Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. <laughs> That's very good. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Big J, Josh, and studio. They will be at Rick Bronson's House Comedy, which is owned by Shy. Now, didn't you buy it? <coughs> Stock. Hmm. Controlling interest. Controlling interest. Uh, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night as well. We're just talking about odd things, which is exactly the business. It's just how it is. Just It's all very, very odd. You know, you're talking about that being called in. Well, JB and Child both tell you, that's all every, every white people ever t- say to them is how racist I am. <laughs> but it's white people mostly, isn't it? Yep. Always. It's That's what's hilarious. Always be. It's like white people are experts on who's a race. Oh, okay. Well, and we have... also expert on how offended I should be. Yes, you should be offended. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be offended just because I'm me. That you know, it's not in race. <laughs> yeah, part of it. you're offensive human being, but That's not a... so much. <laughs> exactly. You know, the only two because I you know growing up in the inner city, I, I, you pick up pronunciations, and the one I'll never give up is goddamn. I just like that too much. Yeah. Every time I go, oh, God damn. No, black people have a way with cuss words. That it's just, <laughs> they really it's, do. It's like Miles Davis playing trumpet, man. It just sounds so good. I the love inflection, it. everything about it. Draw, draw it out. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. The only one I do, and I have to concentrate so I don't do it, the only word left over from growing up in that neighborhood, if I don't, if I don't think about saying the word T-I-M-E, I'll still say, what time is it? Tam, yeah. I just say time. But I don't do it on purpose. It's just kind of in my head. Sure. I think of, what time is it? <laughs> Which sounds a little That's why I try to get rid of my Philly accent with the word uh, water. I think about it every time I say it, or else I just go water. I go, really, yeah, water. I go really black with time, and I call it t- 
Tom A. Tom A. <laughs> Tom A. Oh, what Tom A is this? That's Shy's real name, Tom A. Tom A. <laughs> She's just smiling over there, shaking her head. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we talked about this this morning. I'm glad that, that, that we talked about it briefly because I love talking about it on this show. People go out of their way to be offended. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand. Why do you want to be hurt and offended? People, Why? People comb through. Because now it's a way to get attention. Mm-hmm. People feel oh, bad God. for you. Or if you're leading a charge, people get behind you. You feel it, it gives you like a value that you might not normally have. I or most people, well, I, people, if you're happy with their lives, just kind of like live their life and aren't worried about it. Like I said, I've never, ever had a complaint about my comedy particularly. No. That was from the person who the joke was, was about. about. Yeah, it's always somebody else going. Like, how could you? How could you say that? Because well, it's a joke. Number one. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how. Like, I, yeah. It's not something that's a you know a near and dear point to my heart. But but uh, it, it's a scary time when you're combing through when you're combing through comedy for hatred. Like I you, you know. couldn't get to a level well, where people you, you couldn't get to a level where people know who you are. If you had genuine hatred in you. Now, you can have some dark, demon, foul stuff in your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I.e., yeah. Bill Cosby was able to pull the wool on something. But Bill Cosby would have raped any race, I think. I don't think well, he, he was. A, yeah. yeah. No, he was an equal opportunity rapist. Yeah. 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 No hatred in his heart. <laughs> he raped a Polynesian girl? Jeez. It's Marlon Brando's wife, I heard. Was oh. seeing him in handcuffs the most surreal? Uh, so, what? yeah, it really was. When they showed him walking down that hallway with the handcuffs, yeah. and I was like, wow, it is, the times are a-changing, man. Well, you, you were mentioning yeah. about people getting offended. It's, it's uh, social media, like we said, has given people a voice, but I, it, it's just, it's given people, like, b- the belief that their opinion matters yeah. as much as anybody else. Yeah. That's the and, real problem, And now I it's think. like, it's like, it's the same reason why the internet was connected to connect people. Now we're connecting people that are easily offended with other people that are easily offended. And they're just, they're just mm-hmm. lynch mobbing it together and just gaining steam. And it's yeah. just that, that rock going down the mountain getting bigger and bigger. Well, it's like any cult they get together and they think well all these people think the same thing as me you know they must or even like you know mental illness you'll find people who think that you know anyone wearing a red shirt is like gang stalking them that's a yeah, thing that's yeah, true <laughs> and they see they see other people talking about gang stalking and they're like oh well then it must be real because they think this too it's not just me and then more people see that, and that just keeps on snowballing like that. I think social media is the worst thing to happen in the history no, of mankind. Is, yeah. it's, no it's, we're not supposed to have it. this kind of information. We're supposed to be somewhat ignorant. Right. And by having that, that saying, ignorance is bliss, yeah. is the most true statement yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Because when agree. you have all this at your fingertips, you know too much. You know what's and funny? You- Patrice O'Neill used to preach that all the time. Live service habits. The same reason he said like he would tell couples on stage, but I really stand by this don't go through your girlfriend or your boyfriend or husband or wife's phone because you're gonna find something that's <laughs> gonna make yeah, you laugh exactly just something just even if it was like a, a pleasant back and forth with an old girlfriend that was just like how's life it's still yeah. gonna make them angry a little bit or oh, you're right looking for you and he goes but and before patrice passed away man i will say he got super against his own words the Federal Reserve and politics. He was just overly caring about this stuff. And it put that stress yeah. on him, man. I mean, yeah. He died of, yep. a, of a heart attack, stroke, he ultimately. Yeah, he did. And yeah. it's just to let yourself get that wound up into the politics, nothing really changes anyway. Mm-hmm. No. It's just no. people want a reason to be. I'm worried about 
when Donald Trump's not in office, like, what are these people going to do? Where do they turn it next? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to be oh, good. Yeah. It's like, at least yeah. now there's like a focused thing to have yeah. it on. Where does it go after well, that? Because the, the opposing group will be offended at that point. So it Right, and the Republicans yeah, will be, be like, how can we? Are, have, yeah. You know, uh, uh, my podcast, I do uh, Legion of Skanks. Right. The whole thing's built to be like uh, walking the line of good taste. But it, it's acknowledged. We said we're the most offensive podcast on earth. We're doing it. We try to find the most harsh topics and see what we can do with it. That's the idea of the show. And we have a a, a, – it's so funny because of who gave it to us, too. The most sweet uh, girl who's a fan of our show – she also works in SiriusXM – gave us um, a present. We had talked about the ridiculousness in the movie American History X a lot. You know, the film, right? Yep. And – that scene, but the song that plays to uh, you know, my eyes have seen the glory. Right. There's a version of it. It's like super racist lyrics that the big fat white supremacist guy is singing in the movie. <laughs> yes. He sings one verse of it, and we've always talked about just how ridiculous that movie is. And somebody gave us a teddy bear. It's adorable. Um, where you squeeze its belly and it plays that scene of the movie. Now, really, it's the word satire like defined. That's what's funny about it. It's, right. it's this cute, adorable bear right. saying this most hateful things. A guy came on our podcast, some protest, and he grabbed the microphone from our guest and was like, I'll what? let you get back to your white supremacist oh meeting after God. this. But you guys, and he like threw the microphone down, and it turned into a whole melee that was awful. Were you doing an appearance? Uh, no, it was just at our live podcast. We do it in front of an audience. Oh, you, oh so he just came what, in the what, audience what, to what, call And trouble. also what he just watched is what we do when that thing gets played. You know, our Lewis will hold up. Now... Uh, this guy yells out, first of all, to go, oh, I'll let you get back to your white supremacist meeting. I'm like, wow, the white supremacists have really loosened up their hierarchy. This is where a Puerto Rican guy and two Jewish guys yeah. is the guy. So I don't know. I guess they, I guess they need people. <laughs> I guess. But to say that, and then he throws it down. To let the bear, first of all, get you that upset, to not understand that is like it's complete satire. But also what he witnessed in the room is Lewis, who's a Puerto Rican guy who will always do the more, most racist, quote-unquote, stuff, or say the most right, stuff to like right. push the boundaries, uh, he always squeezes it. And then the room, almost everybody looks annoyed. By the way, our fans, black, white, Asian, everything, um, our staff is multicultural. When it gets to the part where it goes, uh, we're taking back the something machine, Jew by Jew by Jew, yeah. the white man marches. Right, right. The whole room just sings it, but almost like with an eye roll of like, yeah. We have to get through the song or we can't go on to the next topic. And it's just like, it's such like us all laughing at the ridiculousness of it. And still, there's, I mean, someone's wheat pasting posters around Queens, New York, saying boycott yep. this place and everything. And Honest like, to God. And you almost go, when someone gets that wound up, you're like, what's your story, man? Mm-hmm. What do you feel in your I heart? I know. You're I don't right. have any hatred for anybody in my you're heart right. at, without there being a personal thing about them. Not like a culture. Well, except. Maybe Asians in New York. They're pretty rough. <laughs> but besides that, I'm fine. <laughs> to go all the way across the country like that? Yeah, yeah. that's the way to go. No, it, it, it's an interesting. The, the only black person I'm mad at, and I think I love him at the same time. Is it Philip? I'm still mad at Well, Philip. I'm mean, just a given. I've known him for 15 Philip years. Philip Michael Thomas from? No, not him. Uh, Philip oh. Wise is a black man on my, my morning show. And... Philip goes through these things. He's all, first of all, he played in the NFL for nine yeah. years. So he and I used to go running all the time. Here's the problem. 
I would run forward and he'd run backwards. It's like, yeah, okay, that's you're he great. Apollo I mean, creeded you. Yeah, Apollo creeded me. That's exactly right. Hmm. But he was a safety. He was a defensive back, so he ran backwards all the time. Yeah. Now, you're not showing off that much. But here's what I'm pissed off. I grew up Roman Catholic, right? So when I went and saw the exorcist, I was looking at it, oh, man, that's kind of, you know, I didn't get scared of it or anything, but it was kind of eerie. And then I heard, I can't even say the name of the album, which pisses me off, by the way, that someone is crazy. <laughs> you know yeah, that yeah, album? Yeah. The Richard Pryor Richard one. Richard Pryor one. And, of course, Bicentennial. But I can't say the name of it. But ever since he did the, the Exorcist bit on that album, I could watch that movie and I would start laughing. Just yeah, the yeah. things that he said about that little girl. <laughs> yeah. And get the crowds out. <laughs> it's phenomenal. I, I just, I don't know. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't hate anybody. I really don't. I've had people steal money from me. People stab me in the back. I'm not going to waste my time hating them. It's a them. burden. Why? why well, you're going to spend all your time hating Well, people. it's it's the, racism in, in general, just being able to hate one race when yeah. it's like, these people suck because, well, guess what? We all suck. Human beings, every race <laughs> yeah. has the That's worst kind of people. Yeah. So if you're, it's ridiculous that Trump would hate Mexicans of and course. not hate, and I have a whole bit about this, and not hate Scandinavians. Scandinavians kind of suck. Your food sucks, <laughs> and uh, your music is horrible. Nobody wants to listen to Bjork. <laughs> but I want to listen to Gasolina. You know what I mean? Gasolina. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the whole deal. Do you think we'll ever figure that out? To, you're no. wasting your time being angry? No, we'll never will. People want to be angry. Also, I hate I hate playing defense. Like, I hate it. And yeah. the thing where I, when they always tell you, like, I remember uh, when I got – they removed from the history of NBC my late night with Jimmy Fallon because I did a Michael Vick joke. But saying he was on my team, so I was like, look, I know he's a bad guy and – did some terrible things, but when he scores for my team, like I don't care if he rips a dog apart like a werewolf and drinks the blood to stay fast no. and young. Isn't that a little over the top to get upset about? I mean, I mean, PETA people and petitions, and they came oh, down. God. They said something about my school over fictitious God. dogs that I made up. Yeah, right, right. But they want something to be just angry about. Mm-hmm. You know what they, I mean? They, they look, don't for, they look for something, them. and they'll. But again, the, the networks and everybody folds. We're like, who do we listen right. to when they're complaining? The answer is yeah. everybody, apparently. It doesn't take mm-hmm. many complaints before somebody's like, hear, well, we yeah. have to react to this. I think the Roseanne thing, I keep going back to it, it's just like the scariest one of all. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it there really was is. like, I didn't see anything racist about it either. To pump the propaganda machine with her, too, and they show that picture, they have a picture of her wearing a, hit, like, dressed like Hitler. Uh-huh. And, uh... Putting like Jewish stars, like cookies. Right. Like, uh, by an oven. Right. Uh-huh. To go... And when I saw that, even the first time, I, it, it, it rattles me where I'm like, Whoa. I go, why would she take that picture? I'm like, because you assume it's like, is that Halloween in the Roseanne house? Like, that's right. what yeah, I, I know what you're was, talking about. It was a photo shoot for Hebe magazine. Yeah. Like the pop culture Jewish magazine. Right. That yeah. was their right. photographer, their idea that she did. And it's like, it's supposed to be an ironic, ridiculous picture. Right. Mm-hmm. She is also herself Jewish. Yeah. yeah exactly. Do you know what I mean? So it's like. When you see that, you're like, what is And then you're like, and then when you get an explanation, you're like, and they're using that as the propaganda of, like, look what a monster she is. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I, but people do that. People just want to be upset, you know. Uh, I thought it was interesting facts to find out. And I'm, I fall in line with everybody else. It was so nice when Obama was president. That guy just knew how to talk. Even now, when he still comes out and does speeches, you're always like, all right, we're going to be fine. He's right. He told me we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And then you find out he deported far more people than I think than almost any president ever. It and it's just like, yeah. but every but again, it's a nation, predominantly white nation, that wants to go like, he's our black friend. 
You know, yeah, what I mean? like, yeah, yeah. I'm a black agree. friend. Look, he's our I black agree. friend. But um, well, every president, it's like, finally, we got a good one. And then nine years later, yeah. oh. Yeah, yeah, there he goes. Oh. But it's almost that with the, the defense I was saying with the Jimmy Fallon show with the dogs, the Michael Vick right, joke I did. Right. My friend who has a, a dog charity, he does rescue dog charity that I do shows for every year. He said to me, he goes, you want me to come out? He goes, you should at least say or show the thing that you do these charities for these rescue dogs. I go, no. It won't matter. Why do I, but it's not even mattering. I'm like, why do I have to tell people? It's like, you want me to defend a joke? With, like, my real... You need mm-hmm. me to tell you, after my joke, like, by the way, I hope dogs don't get murdered in dog <laughs> I think dogs are adorable, and I, I hope none of them get killed. It's just such a th- You're right. And my, my new Netflix special that came out this week, I have a joke where I acknowledge that, where I say, like, I go, that was just a joke, and it sucks that I have to say that now. But it's a joke that I make, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. after... For the purpose of saying that line, I go... Uh, that's just a joke, by the way, and you know it, we're in a world now where I have to say that, or there's going right. to be. Ch- and there, by the way, already has been letters about that joke. Going, how could you? Say- oh God! <laughs> but I can't Ray- believe you actually are pro werewolves killing dogs. Yes. <laughs> and could, people believe that they could, actually. Threatened my daughter. I had to have my daughter oh, walk to the bus fun. to school for a couple of weeks because they were like, "We'll find your daughter. Maybe we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll lock her up and." and with some dogs or something again. I'm like, How can you think you're the good guy when you're saying things like that? Yeah. Exactly. They like they don't even register. I don't know. We'll take a break. Be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you. Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night. And you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand-new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Big J and Josh, at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, two shows each night. Uh, having an interesting discussion about how everybody's a moron. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much it. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. People get offended because it gives them power. Yeah. Yep. No, I think you're absolutely well, right. A mob about mentality that. gives you power. It well, lets you, know you do things that you couldn't do by yourself. I have to ask you and Shia a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think what CNN's doing with Don Lemon is racist? What are they doing with Don Lemon? They're treating him differently because oh. he's black. How do they not see that's racist? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think, think the guy should lose his job or anything like that. But it's like, you don't even want to talk about what he said about white men. You racist ass. Well, it's, it's nerve-wracking for people. I remember going, uh, me and my friends shook our heads. We went to see Billy Joel not too long ago. Yeah. And his whole rhythm section, the whole band pretty much is like, uh, there's pretty white, and then there's like some Latino people. And then uh, Karen, I don't remember her last name, but he has an awesome black female percussionist. Oh, okay. Karen. And, you know, at the end of the concert, he's going around, give it up for, you know, Jimmy Bones on the thing. And, they, you know, <laughs> claps and so-and-so on saxophone. And they go, Karen, whatever. They're just like, yeah! Like, like, so over the top. <laughs> I had it on stage. Uh, it's it, unbelievable. I, I had it on stage, actually, in Phoenix last weekend on my crowd work show. I was like, oh, beautiful black woman in the audience. Like, thank God. I thought this was going to be all Phoenix goofy college white kids <laughs> and i go uh, thanks for uh, being here and, I call, and the crowd started like clapping for i go i don't know how they don't realize like why are you making it like it's a singled out like, I thing? Know. I'm, like yeah. I'm like you're basically thank you so much for being black and brave that's enough to exactly be that's exactly like, what i'm please, talking about it's, it's, that's to me that's a much more awkward like mm-hmm. awkward creating it situation is a no different question. uh different way of segregating people that's yeah. exactly right that's 100 percent true you know, they—they're more comfortable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, like, in other words, they're like, it's, you it's stay like over here. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what it is, Shy? It's like you're, a, you're, it, you're a white guy, and, and yeah. you know, I get in your lift. You see me, the dress black. It's like, let me turn the rap station on. Let me do it. Yeah. I personally, I don't like rap, so it's like. Yeah, she was listening to Chumba Wumba on the way here. (laughs) There you go. You're the only person that bought their greatest hits? (laughs) You know that most white people don't see that, though. They don't see that because you're treating me differently because I'm black, that that's racist, too. It means you're paying attention. It's like like you're making it to be the forefront thing versus like two people who got into a a car together. I think it's the younger generation because they they feel guilty about what the generation before them did and... You know, it's a little do they know that it's only a, you know, a small section of a certain part of the United States that right. was where your elders were, the racist people that were doing it. Like, you know, you don't have to be so so touchy in, in New York. It's a laid back place. You know what I mean? It's right. But it's just, yeah, they're uh, the millennials are destroying us, kids. <laughs> my, <laughs> destroying us. My only uh, my only hang on to uh, is a little bit of. Sexism, and if I do get in an Uber or a Lyft, and it's a girl driver, I definitely go. Ah, oh, Christ! <laughs> I'm like this is gonna be a long. I gotta get to work quick. Do you, do you see the movie Trial and Error? The TV show Trial and Error. Uh uh-uh. Season two. It's in a southern town. It's in uh, East Peck, what South Carolina, North Carolina, somewhere in the yeah, south. Anyway. One of the Carolinas. And women. There's a woman that's gonna leave work, so she gets in her car. And a guy comes out with two orange flags. Woman driver! <laughs> it's very funny, actually. He's running down the street in front of her waving orange flags. So you'll be safe. It's like, oh my God. Woman driver. Woman driver! I don't know. Here's what I do. I treat everybody the same. I treat everyone like crap. So that's, you know, yeah. it just locks in. Don't you say yes down there. You're down there saying yes. It's turncoat. Well, no, you do treat everybody the same. I do. I treat everyone the same. And people don't like that. They don't like that at all. They think you should treat someone like a little different or better. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, yeah. absolutely. Better, worse, whatever. With some, well, some you, the first thing they do is identify you and put you in whatever box they yep. want to put you in, and then they treat you that way. Right. And then when you step out of their box, 
then you're the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Because it's yeah. like, I didn't know you could, you know, not behave in the way that I thought you would right. behave. Yeah, you, you know, you've treated me like crap for yep. years. The first time I rebel against it, no, I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. I saw a, a, a gross thing outside of a comedy club in New York. Greer Barnes, great comic. Mm-hmm. You know, Greer Barnes is. He was on Chappelle's show, but he's hilarious. And he has a joke. I don't want to give away a masker too much, but essentially, uh, you know, the, the uh, white people that say, you know, go back to Africa, get out of our country, to black people, he goes, what mm-hmm. if we found out black people from another planet and a spaceship came down, gathered up all the black people, and there's a whole, like, long, dramatic, he goes, Psh, and black people are gone. And uh, to only give one of the punchlines how funny it is, he was like, he just starts doing a... Today, the Knicks beat the Lakers in an astonishing 15 to 10 victory. (laughs) But he has, and the bit's hilarious. It is very And he goes on and on with different things with no black people here. And to watch this, again, college age or, you know, young 20s white girl come out of the room and just go, I'm talking to Greer, and she just goes, goes, excuse me. And she grabs his hand, she goes, I mean, black people deserve to have their own planet, (laughs) but I really do hope that you don't go. And he just walked away, and you're like, Mm. Wow, and I think her thing was trying to get him to want to like hook up with her oh, to some Probably. degree. I think that was like her like Probably. way of saying that. But it's like oh. it almost makes him. It's it's, it's like cringe. She doesn't see that it's cringy for everybody. Yeah. Like, okay, lady. Like, oh my god. I'd rather have you just come up and say, "Hey, let's get out of here and mm. go somewhere," than do like black people deserve their own planet. But I sure hope you don't go. It's like what a weird way to try to connect. Yeah, like some Connecticut goofy, you know. Upper middle class white girl. Mm. Like sitting here today, the only thing re- the only thing I feel bad about today concerning black people <laughs> is that JB looks better in that color than I do, which pisses me off. Mm. No end. It's hard to wear Charlotte Hornets teal. You know what I mean? To be a white guy. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets teal. To wear that. That's true. No, I don't know. Just treat everyone the same. Everybody be fine. But if you if you do, I'm just warning. You, if you treat everyone the same, you're going to get labeled. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, it's coming down well, on yeah, everybody. It is. It's it's, it's too bad because, I mean, people want to be lied to. That's really yeah, what it is. Do. The public wants to be lied to in some way. I always thought those. My least favorite thing when a celebrity or an athlete or something gets caught uh, saying the N word in something, their apologies always frustrate. Yeah, because no matter what they say, it is so. It's all like completely blown up for me when they get their sixth question. Have you ever said that word before? Mm -hmm. They go never. It's never even fallen out of my face. I can't believe I said this time. And you're like, come on, exactly. uh, You know, I didn't even know it was a word. I was just making a noise. Yeah, Yeah. and you're almost like, this is a weird question. Have you ever said that word before? He goes, yeah, yeah, sure, probably. But it's like you know, it's like there's there's no word that. If I know a word, I've said it before. In some context. <laughs> Something, yeah. yeah. It's just so bizarre. But people, and then they go, well, maybe we should give them another chance. It's like, for why? That weird lie? It's like, either give them another chance because you believe it was a mistake yeah. or taken out of context or whatever. Or you just go, no, no, you're like a piece of garbage and you can't do You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. He goes, well, he said it was the one-time mistake. He's never said it before. He goes, you're going with that, huh? Mark, with that. Mark Furman tried that in the O.J. Simpson trial. Remember <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Have you ever used the word to begin? No. And then they got 15 videos of him saying it. It's like, yeah. why would you? Why would you even lie about? He's that? like DJing his own voice, saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I like the world much better when everybody's not offended constantly by everything. I, I, I like laughing. I don't know if it's you forward know. movement right now. 
No. Yeah. I mean, the most popular comedy right now is a, a woman who says two jokes and then goes and yells about being raped for yep. 40 minutes. Oh. Which is like, by the way, a place for that. And important and if it helps people that's fantastic right. you know before i ever smack down that special i always say like it's something it's a thing that's out there and, and mm. maybe it's great for people right to go for, for her particularly to that comic came out and said like and that's what comedy should be it should be like changing pe- if you're just doing comedy to be funny then you should get the hell out of comedy was her words and it's like Here's what I don't know. Some I, people just want to be funny. Some people are here for to escape. It doesn't right? Some need people to be do a political messy, yeah. comedy. And some people do uh, comedy based off of tragedy. You know, it's it's all... It should be the whole thing. You should never want everybody to do exactly what you do. I couldn't agree more. Oh, if you can be clever about it, though, even if it is tragic, if it's, if it's clever and you didn't see it coming, then... You know, sure. Robert Schimmel was dying from cancer, never stopped doing comedy. Yeah. Did jokes about that he's currently dying from cancer yeah. and made it... Hilarious. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was great. It's all about unexpected things. Yeah. He was great. If no. you can see it coming, it's never funny. Do you think yeah, people don't, think. don't understand, like in my life, comedy is very, very important to me because, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this before, my father was schizophrenic. Yeah. And the only time he ever paid any attention to me, I, I started at seven years old. I stood up in front of TV and told them jokes. Yeah. That's the only connection I had with my father. Yeah. So, Laughing to me is life. I mean, the whole thing, whatever it is, if somebody gets victimized, tough hop. I get victimized, you get victimized, tough hop. That's just the way it goes. Sure. If we we get to a point where we can't laugh anymore, we're screwed, man. And that's what it's getting to. We are. It is, yeah. It's very challenged. A lot of, um, and it's, you know, it's rotated from one group of immigrants to the next and the next, have moved on, have got, you know, things got better form and whatnot because... They did find humor in the suffering they were they were dealing with. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, I grew up dirt poor, and we used to laugh all the time at things. That's exactly right. Because that was one way. Because if you sat there and wallowed into in that pity all day long, you just you would snap. Yeah. What's the point of living? Yeah. Right. Like if you never enjoy yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, because you also don't know when you grow up. However, you grew up. We grew up lower class in Philadelphia, and it was really like. I don't know. You didn't, By the way, I, why I didn't, am I we talking? Didn't, we didn't know we were really. Why am I talking to you? You beat our football team last year. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I don't I like that. the Eagles, man. <laughs> I, don't I watched like that. The I watched that on one of those heavy metal cruise ships. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Had to. Yeah, I was already booked for it. It was one of those. Oh, I hope that was it worked. Phenomenal. One time during the game, because it just like the ship set sail. Uh, during the game, and you're like, oh man, how far do we get off land before this goes out? And at yeah. one point, for like five minutes, it oh, just yeah. did go oh, blank. Oh, really? And I was like, there's no way that's just it. Ooh. And then it came back on somehow. I know, I got stuck watching the Packers game because the only <laughs> channel that they can get the game on with, I think, Fox or something like yeah. that. I'm like, I want to watch the Vikings, but then they start playing the World Series. I'm like, ah. Well, we took Sam Bradford off your hands. Congratulations. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Well, that's true. <laughs> a very good, very good point. I'm sorry. What a bum. Yeah, he's not good. Jeez. He should have been. And he came, wasn't he the number one overall? He was the number one pick, pick, yeah. Yeah. He's just got Unbelievable. That, looks like a 40-year-old, 7-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got knees of an 80-year-old man. And one eye is a lot bigger than the other one. I don't get he that. He has a bewildered look all he's the time. He looks like he's wearing a monocle on one eye. What the hell is that all about? I don't get it. I don't understand that at all, but, you know. Yeah, I, I I do hope so. At some point, wow, we you're break. right. 
Yeah, one of his eyes is a lot bigger than the other one, and I don't I don't know why that is. Doesn't he look like a deer in headlights all the time? All his <laughs> pictures. Nice. I like my quarterbacks to be symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, get that straight, straight in the way or get out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You make that eye bigger, make that eye smaller, or get the hell out of my city. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that is I'm, my one racism. <laughs> disproportionate people. Disproportionate eyeballs. Yeah, that'd be phenomenal. Hey, just being able to sit down here. You know, I've known you for years now. I hear yeah. your name. Oh, he's coming to town. That's phenomenal. You know, that stuff makes me happy because I know I'm going to laugh. I'm going to have a great time. I like you anyway. You're a great guy. Why don't people embrace that life? I sit every night before I go to sleep now. I, I think about how grateful I am. Yeah. And it's not like a religious deal or anything. It's just... It's a lot better than working. Sitting here is a lot better than that. I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to, to really do that because, you know, and sometimes it's just chemical. You know what I mean? Sometimes you, have, you might have to take medicine to make sure that you're not, uh, yeah. you know, whether you have, like, uh, just chemical imbalance or something. But overall, like, in life, yeah, for sure. I say if it wasn't this, I'd be managing a gas station somewhere. I'm skilled yeah. for nothing no, else. Right. I started too young to, like, really... Have any other thing, and then falling in with like radio has been amazing too. I've loved yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, no, we really should, man. But I said you're right to live your life waking up every day like just brow furrowed. Oh, man, like what sucks. are we gonna? You know, when I got all that hate mail from the Jimmy Fallon show, it was funny to see that. Like, you see all those letters come in, and it's like, man, you're combing through one thirty-five in the morning television. Uh, right. A guy right. with an announce the comic coming to the stage right now. And you're combing through it for political, like, you know, the Michael Vick thing. It's like, yeah, just move on. When I don't like something, I go, I don't like romantic comedies. I don't think they should stop making them, you know. I'm not gonna, I agree. I wouldn't write a letter to a thing going, that last Pitch Perfect movie was garbage. Do not, <laughs> I would never think to do that. No, no, that's exactly right. So or I, tag people on social media. Hey, Smashing Pumpkins, went to your concert, and you suck. <laughs> I just tell a friend. Yeah, they weren't as good lives. I That's thought they were going to exactly. be. People shouldn't be able to get in touch with us this easy. I agree. Like it's it's too no, right. the direct line of communication is just it's it's too direct. It also takes takes a long time to learn how to like look at it and just move past it. That's yeah, the problem yeah. too is you get like it could be a thousand like loved your special or loved your show or that and one person like you suck, you're ripping off so-and-so, and you just did, and, and that's the person you write back, like, all right, dude. Yeah, I, I did it in the beginning. I'd write back. Oh, and I know. Then you'd I know. engage, and then you're like, what am I doing? And then you're like, now, I'll tell you the most beautiful thing social media did create is that mute button, because it doesn't let them know they're blocked. Yeah. that's a satisfaction. If you get blocked yeah, by somebody, yep, yep, good point. Yeah, it you means know, you've won, you got to them. I got to them. If you mute, they just don't, they think they keep, they mm-hmm. think you keep seeing it, and you're just not. Nobody on your thing is seeing it. it, and just goodbye. Just, who needs that negative? Not that I need to be. I know people that won't like what I do. I see it. It's a live sure. art, stand-up Absolutely. comedy. So you yeah. see people there who are not enjoying it. And I've had some of my favorite interactions were with somebody who's ready to be nasty about that. And I'll be like, "You're not enjoying the show. Is it a little dirty for you?" And you know. They'll be nasty. He goes, oh, I'm just waiting for you to say something funny, you know. Oh, and then you yeah, go, yeah. and then I just like, you know, it's like, I'm sorry. He goes, I, I understand. Like, it's not for everybody, you know. If you didn't know I was coming here, I go, you can leave. And then, yep, they're so they're stuck in this like they're still like furious to think they're going to argue with me. Where I'm just going like, no, I fully understand. It's I wouldn't bring my grandmother to see me. I love her dearly. I agree. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, maybe this isn't for you. I get that. And like, that's so diffusing. 
but people get locked in so much because they're ready to go to war with it. They can't write to the, and I said, how many people I've sent yeah. just politely been like, you could split. I'm not like, I'll wait if you want to go and, you know, pay your bill or something. And like, they still come back and write like that scumbag did. <laughs> You're like, you know, March, wow. it'll be in March. It'll be seven years since I've been on social media. I just hit the wall. I was like, I, I don't need this anymore or whatever. Off. Cause the, like really? the last month. I really got tired telling everybody to f off. Yeah. I mean, I just I got really tired with that whole thing. So I just don't go. I don't go on Facebook, Twitter. I don't go on any of it, and I really don't care. And I do know that in my business and probably in your business as well, for you to be really big, some people do have to hate you. Yes. Because then your name pops up even more. Well, on they social say media. it. They say it more than the people who love you. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, so when I see a movie I love, I don't really like. Uh, Crow from the rooftops about you know what I mean. But if you hate it, you're like, oh my god, did <laughs> you see that? That's exactly garbage. Right. Yeah, it's exactly it. Your hour goes by way too fast every year. And Josh, thank you very my much. My pleasure. Really, this is great. Really great to have I you love you, buddy. Thank Thanks you. for having me. I love yeah. you too, man. It's, I, like I said, I've known you for a long. I hear your name is like, ah, oh, Big Jay's coming. That's oh, yeah. a good thing. That's a good thing. Thanks a lot. Thank Tonight, you for having me. Tomorrow man. night, where are you going, Shy? You leaving already? <laughs> you don't. You don't love me anymore. I knew it. Just knew like it that. Sooner or later. <laughs> Just like that. I'm tired. Oh, okay. Okay, Catherine. <laughs> we'll be back. Tom Bernard.